welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and craft beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 257, and I am here with Lucy. Hi. Hey. Hi. And we're joined by Otto. Hello. Hey. We get together every week. We drink some beers. We talk about games, gaming culture, whatever we want to address in our little slot each and every week. To start, I don't even know where I put my beers. Oh, they're down there. Um, good. Lucy, yeah. let's kick off with you first. Are you drinking this week? Got some, got some beers indeed. for tonight? Mm. Yeah, you can see a, a duvel in uh, oh, behind yes. me, but that's probably just going to be my... Uh, not going to talk about it, just... Yes, my, my, my chaser for the other beer. And uh, the one that I'm just like, I'll just sip it so I can have a nice chat with you lot. We all know nice. Duvel. We all yeah. I might. Wait, we know it Duvel. <laughs> oh, what a good, what a good start. Are you, are you cracking that one first? No, I'm say? leaving. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, that's fair. No, I'm going to crack my other beer, which I, I've been waiting to have um, for the last few weeks. Last week I didn't have it because I forgot to put it in the fridge, so that was great. But, um... Mm-hmm. This week, Ooh, I am having a, nice a beer from Moa Schlutel. Not not Luter Schluter, Moa Schlutel, who are the <laughs> beer engineers of Alkmaar in the Netherlands. Um, oh, oh, Alkmaar. This is... Have you ever been there, Adil? I know you used to live over there. Didn't you ever go there? I haven't actually been to Alkmaar, there? but I know of it, yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, from the beer engineers. Uh, this is called a Smeroli Mexicake. Uh, that's the name of the beer. Which is, um, well, I'm guessing this is meant to say Imperial Mexican Cake Stout rather than Imperial Mexican. Uh, mm. um, spelled with a C. Uh, two Cs. Uh, anyway, Imperial Mexican Cake Stout. The ingredients are water malted barley, hops, yeast, ahumado, uh, chipotle chili, cacao nibs, vanilla, and cinnamon. Thanks, ten percent. Nice. But yeah, I really like the uh, can art, like this Dios de los Muertos skull, this ornated skull, and it's got chilies on it. It's got the uh, their emblem, which is a little wrench. Don't know if you oh, can yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really nice looking can. So. Good. Yeah, starting off with. <laughs> 10% there, it's a... This'll be fun. Solid. Adel, what are you kicking off with? I am drinking this one. Uh, So, slow day. I um, was in the park uh, enjoying a socially distanced group of five last night. And by Mm -hmm. the last night, I mean from 3.30 p.m. to about 11.30 p.m. Yeah, that's not about, night. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it got to the night. Yeah, um, true. So it's been a bit of a slow day. It didn't have going to the bottle shops, but it did have a couple from the Beer 52. And so I've got the... Um, it's the Belgian box this, uh, this month. So from Brauerei Lecker, uh, I've got a Wit beer. Which has um, orange peel and can- coriander, four point six percent. Lovely art. All their all their cantons mm. are sort of like this. Um, 
and yep, that's that's what I'm drinking. Nice, good. What was the percentage? I missed that one. Sorry. Four point six. Mm. Something nice and light. I'm I'm, I'm going to join you with something uh, light to start with. Actually, uh, I go the opposite for, for to, to Lucy. Um, I've I've had a few beers um, late afternoon, evening today, mostly pilsners. Um, chilled out in the garden and stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick around on something light and go for Donzoko's Graft, Ooh. which is a Belgian-inspired pale ale at four percent. Uh, I'll show you the big D. Um, this <laughs> okay. Belgian-inspired pale was brewed with a rustic malt bill of locally grown Northumbrian spelt and rye, then hit with a large dose of Amarillo and Mit Mittelfrau hops, fermented with. Uh, Beaujolais wine yeast for a mix of esters, giving way to a gentle acidity from a house culture and a strong bitterness to finish. It's a collaboration with independent small batch bakery Northern Rye to be paired with one of their breads. Sure. Ideal for afternoons in the sun or with loads of cheese. Now the sun has gone, it's not quite the afternoon anymore, but I'm continuing that. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. It's, um, it, it's a big boy. It's a uh, uh, 500 mil can. Um, this was uh, it's been been knocking around for a while. It was brewed last year, mm. uh, so we'll see how it is now. You know, it's sort of six months on since it was uh, since it was brewed, but we'll see what it uh, what it's like. Yeah. And we'll come back uh, to you, Lucy. Yeah. If that Donzoko is anything like their um, just their their standard, it's a, it's a lager, isn't it? Just their base standard lager. The, the, the yeah, the northern red. northern hellers. Yeah, the Northern Hellers, yeah. Mm. That's a cracking beer, so... Yeah. Right. The Imperial Mexico. It's got a... It's got a smell that I just can't place. I mean... I don't know if it's the chilli. Maybe it is the chilli. The, the, the chipotle. Mm. So just, yeah, just that giving you something to throw you yeah. off. Yeah, because it it's almost like um, cherry, almost like a smell to it. Hmm. But yeah, I think it's probably the chilli that I'm smelling. Okay. Yeah, it smells like crisps. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> yeah, um, not getting much of the coffee. I'd say a little bit of chocolate on the aroma, but... Yeah, I think it's the chilli that's coming through the most there. Mm. I suppose that's kind of what you want on the nose, isn't it? You want that bigger flavour to sort of to, to flow through on the nose to mm. perhaps be a little bit more subdued and balanced in the in the flavour. Yeah, and that chilli really comes through in the taste as well. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that I'm not sure if I'm a massive fan of like chipotle chilies, to be fair. And that's m maybe... What is a little bit of a downfall so far? So far mm. with this, mm -hmm. I mean, you you do have a reasonable amount of kind of chili styled mm. beers. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably the chili because it's like when I've had it with like ancho chilies or and stuff like that. Is it? I think it may be the chili that's the drawback. Uh, okay, here, but I'll continue drinking it. Yeah. See if it it's, develops a little more, lead, you know, lets the other things kind of kick in. 
Yeah, I just think that chili's just too distracting for me. I think it's just more of a taste thing rather than it being overwhelmingly, um, you know, just powered with chili. It's not like, you know, it's going to blow your head off or anything like that, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I, I think just, yeah, I think it's probably just more of a personal thing than it being unbalanced. Um, but yeah, even so, still... It's 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 hard for me to say it's a decent beer because I just think I'm not a fan of chipotle chili. So, mm. but um, you know it's got a nice bit of body to it. It's not too thick. Um, it looks quite thick. It looks a bit like motor oil when you look at it, but um, it's probably a bit lighter than that. Even for ten percent, it, it's not too heavy. Nice. It's quite dry. It's mm. quite dry. I don't know if it, that's that's me um, not going for like a longer sip because I'm like, uh, you know, not a fan of the chili. It's just like let me just sip this slowly, or or if it is just like this is very drying. Um, mm. Does the does the chili stick around with that with that drying? So, you know, so it's it's overpowering. It's maybe you know the majority of the flavour that you're yeah. getting. But is is that does that last for a long time as well? Yeah, it's it's got a fair bit of bitterness to it as well. But yeah. It, you're definitely tasting that chili from the start all the way to the end. That is mm. the the overwhelming, like front forward flavour throughout the whole taste. I think where a lot of um, I've had some like beers with chili that are just like it's just chili. It, this is not that. This this is far better balanced than that. But I think I prefer stouts where it's like the chili is just complementary. It's it, it it's not. Okay, we put chili in this beer, and we want you to know it. <laughs> I prefer beers that it's just like this is, you know, we still got the dark roasted malts, we still got the nice mm. chocolate, the nice coffee. I think this is more. We wanted to show you that it's got chili in it. Um, yeah. Without being too, as I say, too overwhelming, too spicy, or anything like that. It's just, don't think I'm a massive fan of this type of chili, and I think they've leaned too heavy into that. But. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll see if uh, the flavour profile, um, you know, expands beyond mm -hmm. that. But it's not like I'm re reviled or repulsed by it, even, even sure. though I don't like this type of chilli. It's still a decent beer, so... Mm. Mm. Good, okay. Okay, if you love chipotle chilies, then go for it. <laughs> Do you think it would, would sit better kind of at the end of the night as well? You know, after after you've had a few beers, it's kind of more of a nightcap. Yeah, for sure. And and this isn't going to be too like too heavy where it actually you know just sits on your stomach all night or anything like mm. that. So, yeah, um, I think I'll. It's, it's a bit cold, so still, so I'll let it warm up. See if um, you know, maybe that chili taste might dissipate in the end. Who knows? So, um, I'll keep sipping on it and let you know. Nice. I'll, I might crack open that duvel sooner. <laughs> 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 good, good. Uh, Adol, uh, how's the whip beer? You've turned your mic off. It's because I sneezed earlier and then just forgot to <laughs> Understand. Um, unmute it. Uh, I've been doing this for. 257 odd episodes <laughs> neat uh right so it, it's good um nose kind of light um 
definitely a wheat bear, um, and I think there's a touch of the, the orange peel there, but it could just be because I recently read the tin. I'm just getting something, it reminds me of the, uh, um, there's this, the first time I had a, a wheat beer was, um, or in Canada they called it a wheat beer, um, was uh, this uh, Molson's faux um, uh, craft line called Rickards and Rickards White. Uh, they came out, so they had Rickards Red, which was a red ale. Rickards White was a wheat beer, and you always got it served with a slice of orange in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and so the, the nose reminds me of that, the bit of orange within a, a wheat beer. Um mm. It's uh, it's got a really good texture. Um, I know you can see the the head just clings to the glass. Mm. Um, Looks very creamy as well. Yeah, and I think that really helps because it's four point six percent. But it, it tastes like a, a a beer. It doesn't taste too. Mm. We lately have been having, you know, lighter ABVs um, beers that were felt thin, and this doesn't. It's all, but it is kind of, it's really light, actually. And so it's not, you know, you usually get a bit of that tart, tart in, a, in a wit beer, and it's just not there. After tanginess, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, and that's just not there. Um, I did the, I'm definitely getting the orange peel from it, though, especially on the finish, as that light uh, wit beer taste fades. You're just like, ah, yes, some orange. Um and I think the coriander is just adding a slight soapiness with the creaminess. Yeah. Um, but honestly, to, uh, sorry. I was going to say, is that to ill effect? To. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's actually a good thing. I think it's, it's okay. bringing things yeah. together, which is why it's, I, 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 I don't. You don't really. If I didn't know there was coriander, it would take me a bit to notice that that was there okay. as well. Um, it's quite light and okay. everything about this is like light in touch um, so at 4.6% with a creamy nice good mouth feel but ultimately really quick taste and a light taste I'm going to smash this this is my prediction <laughs> just just going to crank through it because I really like the taste I like that creaminess but as soon as it leaves your mouth the creaminess is gone because it's mostly just the actual texture and the taste there is, like I said, there is that a bit of um, that wheatiness and that um, orange peel that lingers, but most of the taste is is, is like in quaff, and then it's, it leaves yeah. pretty quickly. So, uh, yeah, I, I suspect this won't last long. Nice. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was looking at, because I'm in desperate need of beards at this point. I was just looking at... Okay, beards what? or beers? I heard, be- I heard beards as well. I was like, beards. you got two. I mean... <laughs> I want my own. Oh no, that oh. still cold. She froze outside. as well. She froze as well at the wrong. <laughs> froze at the wrong point. It's like you've got two beards and she's just frozen. That's just it. Like, Done. Just like overloaded you. with beards. Yeah. Am I still frozen? No, you're back. No, you're, you're back. good now. Okay. Return. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was thinking. Okay, what kind of style do I want? I just haven't had any saisons and white beards mm. in ages, mm. and just. just want some more of those so yeah need some lambics as well oh lambics oh. <laughs> spring yeah. and lambics yeah. all right gamers <laughs> <laughs> they all know 
You'll know exactly exactly <laughs> what you mean. Uh, Lucy, if you're in that mood, you wouldn't go wrong with trying to find this. Um, what was it? Graft? Craft? Mm, graft? Graft. graft from big D? Zoko. The big D. Um, it's good. It's it's very nice. It's very, very easy. Uh, chuck him up there so you can see. It's very, very light in colour. Like super, super straw. A little... Mm. Um, a little hazy, but not much. It's it's almost really um, sort of see-through. Um, had a lovely, very easy nose. Little bit of citrus on it. Not much at all. Very, very light. But in the flavour, it's quite a big hit of flavour, which is great because it comes with this big sort of carbonation as well. So it's actually sort of, for a 4% beer, it kind of hits you with a bit more flavour than I sort of expected. But it's very easy. Instantly, you get that slightly peppery, slightly artificial banana flavour with it, with those different esters they've got in there coming through with the Belgian esters. And that peppery flavour lingers quite nicely. It, I could see this edging over into a bit more of a soapy flavour if that pepper wasn't quite so pronounced. If that was a little bit dialed, more dialed back, I could it would easily creep into a soapy sort of flavour, which isn't great. But you also get this lovely malt bill on it as well. Um, it is very bready, as you would expect with it being in collaboration with a an independent bakery and them using some of the spelt and uh, and rye and things like that within this. Um, it's, it's, when I say bready, it isn't that sort of sweet, um, kind of like white bread. It's a little bit more um, grainy, I suppose. Mm. It doesn't have that sort of sweet hit to it. So with that grainy kind of malt, that bready malt, combined with this nice peppery flavour and a little bit of citrus in there as well, it's crazy easy um, and would be like a perfect first beer for the day. Yeah. Um, I had uh, Great Heights from Pressure Drop earlier um, which again is such such an easy beer and it is like you know easy first beer of the day um, so I, I think my next one's going to be a bit bigger um, probably match quite well with what I've had so far but this is a really nice start nice. so uh, like you adult it's going to go back very very quickly just because it's so easy to to drink yeah I, I think mine's going to go back quite quickly as well just because I mm. want it over and done with <laughs> I'm just like if, if I always get in that kind of like if a beer's if I'm not enjoying a beer I'm not going to throw it down the sink let me just get um, let me just smash it back and try and get yeah. you know a little bit of a buzz off it so I can at least do one thing <laughs> <laughs> oh agreed yeah <laughs> nice well let's drink these beers then and launch into our, our topics for the episode, uh, Adam, we'll we'll kick off with you because I think last week we didn't quite um, get around to what you were going to talk about. I'm mm. not sure you're actually going to talk about it anymore, are you? I think you're going to talk about something completely different this week. Oh, I mean, I well, I have two games to talk about this week. The Ooh, one I okay. played on stream this week, mm -hmm. uh, and the one I played on stream last week that I didn't get around to talking to that I ended up playing a bunch on the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So last week uh, I I played Manifold Garden, which is like a first-person puzzle game. Um, yep. 
It's exactly that. <laughs> I don't know how else how to quite. I'm trying. It, so it's, it's like a MC Escher like kind yeah. of looping, uh, paradoxical, infinite worlds puzzle. Yeah. So so the main mechanic is basically um, each of the six directions. Your four walls and your ceiling and floor have a different arc. arc. Your reticle will turn um, a different color when you're highlighting. So basically, any if I'm if this is the if I'm on the floor, uh, I can then go to a wall, and it'll be like this is the yellow wall, uh, and I can right click and then I'm going to shift gravity so that now the yellow wall is the floor. Mm -hmm. So if I and so I within two moves I can be upside down essentially right because I can go to from floor to wall wall to ceilings. Um, so that's the main puzzle mechanic is navigating through around that way, uh, and then you couple that with basically so so this is how you can get the MC Escher stuff with stairways it's going in all kinds of directions and you being able to just be like whoop or like clicking on figuring out how to climb the stairs the right way, um, but also Basically, every level or area is a ad infinitum repetition of the same things, which means you can fall in any direction. Because obviously, so if th so, think of it like: say we've got our the building is like three cubes, one on top of each other. Well, then, if you if you kept going down like if you fell off the cubes you would then see the same structure over and over and over until you landed mm -hmm. back on the structure um if you s switch gravity um s sort of on one of the walls and then fell off so now it's three cubes side by side right um if you fell off you would then still repeat so basically it's it's that structure in all six directions uh yeah. at in infinitum so you can you can travel around and move via not just clinging to the walls and stuff, but also being like, oh, actually, I screwed up. I'll just jump. Or I'll hit the wall mm -hmm. and then jump, because then it's I can time my landing to be on a different part of the structure. Or on, and, and, of course, the levels aren't just, like, a couple cubes connected. They're, like, intricate things. Um, some are linked with, like, stairwells and, and, and stuff across to other structures, so you're kind of bouncing around and trying to navigate. And then you couple that with these, basically, these cubes, which mm -hmm. will be color coded, um, and those cubes only move it when you're on. So say it's a, so that say there's a yellow cube. You I can only pick it up and move it around when I'm when the yellow plane, plane? is my, yeah. yeah the yellow plane is is where gravity is at right now. Uh, I can move it around and then I can switch and then it becomes basically just stuck wherever that is and however way. And then when I go back to yellow, gravity will re-kick in. So there's, like, puzzles about, like, stacking boxes on boxes mm. such that you can freeze them in the air because, like, they're going to drop, but then you leave, and then you can move a box out from underneath, and now it's just a platform. Um, and you basically can unlock a lot doors by putting boxes in the right gates. Um, and then it gets real weird. <laughs> it's about a six-hour game, um, yeah. but... Uh, I kind of want to talk about it in general. I think it's really cool. I think it's the right length. It's really mind-bendy in ways I haven't had in a long time. It reminded mm -hmm. me a bit of Antichamber in the, like, mm -hmm. you need to question your presuppositions. But Antichamber is about, like, these are the standard things in, in, in um, 
in FPSs, and we're going to make you have to figure out which one of them you are relying on that you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And this is, like, really easy to understand the physics. And then it's just, like, how bonkers can a puzzle be given that the, you can do all these things? And it's mm. there's only a couple puzzles that are... Um, were, were real ball aches, but basically yeah. what happened was I was helping a friend out uh, with a technical problem, so he screen shared, and it turned the technical problem evaporated. It was the classic: you work in IT or you've done this before. Can you take a look at this? And then I he, and then he show as he's showing me, the, the suddenly the process just works. Yeah, <laughs> it happens to me a bunch. People are like, and well, then nice. I do this and it doesn't work. See? Oh, it worked. Thanks for your help. It's, it's, it's like your, anytime. It's your magic. Yeah, you're the magi. You don't even don't even need to be in the in the presence of the of the machine. All you've got to do yeah. is just have an eye on something related to it. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so then I was we were just chatting away, and I was like, oh, I want to show you this game because I, I liked it. Um, and the stream went real wonky, and so it didn't. Mm -hmm. It was a short stream last week, and I think that's that's why there isn't a vod because kind of just died and it was real stuttery for a long time. Um, and then I was just showing him the couple puzzles I did, and then we kept going, and then. We kept going, and then it's like, you know, it's been five hours. And it was like, what? Oh, I should eat. But also, there can't be that much of game left. Mm. Um, so it took us probably six, six and a half hours. But there was one puzzle, one or two puzzles that were, like, we, like, went in circles for a long time. Couldn't figure it out. Um, and then there was one, two, two puzzles that were really hard compared to the rest. Mm. Obviously, I don't want to spoil anything, but... Basically, it introduced a mechanic where there were very big gravity blocks, and you had to move them around. But because of you moving them around, meant finding places you could like find a surface because you can't just click any direction. You have to find a surface mm. in a neighboring plane to then switch gravity to, so that you are standing on it. Um, but that meant that like a lot of the time, when you're trying to figure out these giant blocks that can fall in at infinitum if you don't move them in the right order. Um, to get, you're like, I think I need to move this one this way and then this one that way, but in order to move that, I can no longer see the results of my guesses, and it was just really frustrating, especially because, to be honest, like, I don't think you need to do this in one session. Like, sure. our brains were pretty fried by the time that difficulty level went up. Uh, and then another one, there was just, just a, 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 just a kind of bullshit mechanic that is easy to miss, that isn't... None of the rest of the game telegraphed that this could be how it worked, and it was a one-off. And I'll leave it's it at that, because I don't want to give away mm -hmm. the shitty thing. Because I think people <laughs> should play it, and I want to know if they hate it. But I don't yeah. want yeah. them... Yeah. But, like, we we just bashed our heads against that. And there were a couple spots where we legit, like, missed a staircase. And so we're just like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know. It's like, spun around for 20 minutes, and then it was like... Oh, we because basically after that really really shitty thing, that again mm. I, I think it isn't in the spirit of the game, and it just felt like how I hate the, these types of puzzle games. Mm. Um, we then started second guessing the next couple levels, and we ended up making thinking that they were way more complicated than they were, and then it was like, wait, let's just go back to the beginning let's just trace it oh actually we we missed this small thing and oh we, it, this is like a three minute puzzle that we spent 15 minutes or you know like a lot lot longer because we assumed it was gonna be harder and so we just mm -hmm. didn't think about the easy thing and again i think a, a large part of that was like i had a late lunch that was a like leftover 
a fajita. And mm. then, but it was like, oh, and then I'll, I'll help, I'll help my friend. Uh, and then I'll, you know, have another bite. Like, and oh, then, oh. and then, yeah. But, and there was like five hours. It's like, oh, I'm hungry and my brain is going slow. Yeah. And so when the difficulty goes up and you assume that's an indicator game design wise, as now things are amped, you just try and solve the puzzles that aren't there. <laughs> Because again, this thing is so much of this is bewildering. This infinitum stuff. It's like, like the, the the point is trying to get a grasp on things. So it's very easy to see potential solutions or overlook things because you're like, ah, oh, and then I'll, we'll probably have to do this and that because these are things that have happened. And, and it's like, oh no, actually, these last couple levels are okay and pretty yeah. straightforward. Mm. Yeah. So that's my. my mm. I was just gonna say, you definitely have to be in like the right mood for that kind of game because. I, I started it like I followed the development of it for a while, um, for years, because um, it just looked interesting, you know, and, and it has got an interesting central um, conceit. And yeah, I started it, and I was like, okay, I need to be in thinking mode. I need to be in uh, very, very alert state to play this game. I, I probably didn't start it in that, um, you know, kind of frame of mind and. That's why I bounced off it, but I do want to get back to it, but I'm glad you had the opportunity to play it and then talk about it and explain it, because I wouldn't have been able to explain it. <laughs> um, the the only like, thing I'll say is... I'll be like, it's an FPS puzzle game. Look at the trailer. Bye. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, the, the, the thing, but the, one of the main reasons I want to talk about it was um, it's been so long since I've had an organic experience just hanging out with someone yeah. and playing a game, and we managed to do it on a Discord call, and it felt like going to your friends and be like, oh, check this out, and then just getting in, like engrossed in the game together. And, like, we beat the game. I was driving, and there was, like... A, there's, like, you could... T I, it was interesting, as I, I developed some shortcuts or, like, just some tactile feel with the game. So, like, instead of finding the right corner it's like i'll just kick gravity in one direction and fall and i can i know i'll fall past the thing and then like yeah. grab the wall to kick back gravity back the other way which there's ways of doing that just like you know walk down switch walk switch and it's like ah oh, i'm gonna be more fluid because i'm used to that that's the only skill i developed that that dem didn't because we were solving those puzzles together and i think the other thing is like it, it really helped when we were in bad spots because it'd be like uh well and then after after the really weird large block puzzle that i was mentioning he's like i can't believe you stuck to that i would have bounced like 10 minutes ago my brain <laughs> is so fried and i didn't even clue in that he would have checked out for a while because i was like mm. focused and every so often he'd say a thing and so like him being away but in my ear actually really helped me be like focusing i'm like ah oh, well he's not giving up because he didn't say fuck this he just like was like i'll just just, just let it do a thing and didn't say anything so i was just like oh we're both trying to do this and I'm like oh you you were saving brain cells <laughs> well some people like to be more of that passive you backseat know. yeah 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 like whereas i i'm someone who very much just enjoys playing games on my own it's like my own personal experience i like that i like the yeah. solo experience of it some people just really like being that Navigator, like in a rally car, um, mm. whereas I'm just there. I, I kicked them out of the passenger seat a long time ago. As soon as I got over the starting line and just started careening around corners myself. But you play double. You playing double dash. You're like, I don't need Luigi on the back. You just kick <laughs> it off. <laughs> just kick um, it off. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I really like 
playing games with people. One of the reasons mm -hmm. why I like streaming the way we do is because, like, I don't mind being in the back seat and hanging out, and I don't mind being in the front seat and hanging out. What I mm -hmm. like is I like games, and I like, even if it's a not a multiplayer experience, just mm -hmm. doing it with people and yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy games the way you enjoy them. Yeah, absolutely. That's what no. people just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people on the internet <laughs> just like, no. Just yeah. enjoy it how you want to. Yeah. As long as you're not cheating in a multiplayer game, do whatever you well, want to do. That's true. Mm. That's true. It leads you quite nicely, Adelon, to uh, to what you played today because I did mm. manage to uh, to backseat uh, that game whilst you were whilst you were playing it. Yeah. And I lurked. Mm. <laughs> oh, it was you? I was wondering who was around. Yes. Uh, I played uh, farm game, Streets of Rage Seasons Four. Well, I can't. Wait. Story of Seasons. Pi I, let me get this right. Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. Right. Yeah. Yes. That sounds right. Is this so, the good Story of Seasons or the bad one that I've been hearing about lately? Ooh, no. I maybe, didn't know there, there were two. Or maybe it's a bit. There's two farm games that have been knocking around recently. Um, I don't know which is which. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know, because isn't there, like, Story of Seasons was Harvest Moon? Or Story of Seasons was yes. always Story of Seasons, and Harvest Moon mm. came from Story of Seasons? And then there are two separate things game. now? Um, I have no idea. No. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. It's got a 71% on Metacritic. Okay, so it's good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think reviews which came out maybe the start of this week, end of last week, have all been quite, quite good. Mm -hmm. a lot of people it might have been a Harvest you, Moon game yeah. that I'm thinking of that recently. I, I don't, don't know. know. No. I, I'm not on the farming game, sadly. Mm. Um, I'm not on the circuit. It's very. Yeah, um, it's fair. It's very Stardew Valley, isn't it? Yeah, especially. Well, at least the. Original opening mechanics. Uh, I mean, mm. I it just felt like yeah. I remember playing Stardew this way. Uh, I didn't last on Stardew. Yeah. Um, no, I, which I, couldn't I know get into it. I, yeah, mm. I couldn't get into it. Like I got, I know people who spent hours and hours, and then they're like, and then there's this, and there's fighting in the mines, and I was like, what? And then like, all these <laughs> other things, and like, uh, I, I love I, actually, the opening of that game. How huh? you just in this you know corporate world, and you just your granddad just, like, just gives you it. a farm, and yeah, I, I I would replay the start of that game over and over and over again just <laughs> just to get some like kind of enjoyment out of that because you're like right, I'm here. That's I'm the dream. Farm, yeah, I would like to do that in real life, but yes. I know that I would not last five minutes waking up at six a.m. to milk sheep or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's as we sort of said on the stream, isn't it? You know, you're you're you're, you're kind of landed. You are kind of inherited wealth person. Your granddad just turns around and says, "Here's a farm. Crack Dead. on." Yeah. And you know, Get you're in the rat office. race long enough to be like, "I want a slower oh. style of life. I'll absolutely <laughs> go and see what I can do. Never farmed before, but let's have yeah. a go." It's it's the middle aged dream of everybody. <laughs> we just go to a farm. <laughs> No idea what I'm doing, but we'll try it out. Yeah, and it has the same mechanic of um, like having hearts of stamina, and then you just mm. pass out until the next day. Yeah, I think that's why I jumped off Stardew. Yeah. Um, I want to do all the things in the day. It, yeah, because Animal Crossing is sort of this 
got the, a similar mechanic where it's like you can only do so much stuff in a day because the shop's shut and yeah. you know you can only build so many things because labour and costs are actual things in Animal Crossing but yeah I think I much I, I preferred that kind of dynamic yeah um, I mean I'm tired now I can't pull this weed yeah uh, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I I felt the same way. I think it gives you a lot more stamina, and the days are really long, though, which I kind of mm-hmm. like, because, I mean, that like, you can cook and restore stamina, so there's ways of actually making the whole day productive. Uh, you do pass out at 2 a.m., and mean, you can't be in people's yeah. houses after midnight. It'll be like, I think it's time to go. Like a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and so, uh, it, I can't, it, it was, it was, I, I said this on stream as well, like, one of the things that these games I don't like doing is growing shit, like, I, I I'm not a green thumb person, I don't, I like my plant there, mm-hmm. mostly because I like a plant in the room, not because I'm watering it every, not long enough, <laughs> um, <laughs> right, like, I, it's just a thing I've never gotten into and like i i've lived with previous partners who or got really into gardening and found it very fruitful i um but the, and like like, like soul enriching and i've always been like i will help you with this because you need help with this thing and mm-hmm. garden is one of tasks but i do not like thing but but do you think that's necessarily something that's like that has to translate from the real world because like look how many people like hate even the thought of golf but like love Mario Golf or something oh, like that. Oh, I mean, so. but it's Mario Golf. But yeah, I, I agree. Um, uh, I'm just saying, I said this on stream, uh, it doesn't interest me, and I kind of conceptually think the problem is like, yes, okay, so I'll, I can grow some crops over the next five days and sell them to make the money to get the tools to go, I don't know, mining for a day. The thing I want to do, the thing that, like, the way, the it's like, I... I enjoy direct resource gathering way more than indirect i guess like the idea of like cultivating versus getting Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like even chopping trees uh, and then putting them in a machine to make lumber cool going into the mines and smacking some rocks cool watering a plant after hoeing the ground and then doing that again for six days just it doesn't work for me and i I don't know why that's that's interesting yeah it's just it just seems like the same kind of loop. Yeah, I get. I, it's just like I think it's the lack of immediate gains. Like I think it's the fact that it's this indirect. I want like, a flower I, to grow now. Yeah, <laughs> sprout, bitch. <laughs> exactly. I want to push a button, get an apple. What's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's, it's interesting because there's lots of there's lots of games which have kind of dealt with this like farming stuff. And I remember when when I played Summer in uh, Mara. Hmm. I couldn't remember the name of that game. Yeah, that that had that had a lot of farming stuff to it, but it gave you like little shortcuts. So you plant your seed, and it's like this will sprout in five days, and you can harvest it. But actually, if you water it, it will sprout in four days. Mm-hmm. And it gave you that number above it, so it made it a little bit more sort of visual in knowing when things were going to happen. So you're like right. I can just disappear for like five days and sail the seas and explore all the little islands and go and find some stuff and then come back and I can harvest all this stuff. And then I know that I've got to come back the day after to harvest this other stuff. Yeah. Rather than it being like, I have to check in 
all the time mm, to see yeah. what has grown. Are these things on different timers? Like, do potatoes take longer than tomatoes or turnips or whatever? Yeah. Um, it gave you that visual indication, which was really good. Which you know, yeah. I, I thought was a really good touch to that game. But yeah. um, did you ever play like Spirit Because mm. I feel that's got like a. I haven't yet. It's planting in it, but maybe maybe it's just how deep those mechanics are. Because when you say that you have to, you know, very much tend to your crops and make sure that they're, they're in the right soil or something like yeah. that, then I could see why that's a bit. It's you know, too much clay. <laughs> but if it's surface level just like hey yeah you know but, no digging yeah yeah <laughs> just throw an apple on the ground apple <laughs> core just yeah. like grow I mean and I'm robbed by a squirrel and I I don't know I think I'll probably play it more um uh, but the farming thing is definitely the thing that is least enticing but there's a whole bunch of other mechanics um mm-hmm. Uh, I've built a bridge to a new area, and there's a dilapidated barn that I know, and a wild cow I can tame. I also bought a kitty, and and it's you can get Maine Coons, so I got Dodo. Oh, he's not here. I don't know that's what you Dorian's just said. Nickname. Then. Sorry. Those last six words. I don't know what you just said. Dorian's. Uh, no, I know who Dorian. Is a Maine Coon, and so in the game you can get literally a Maine Coon cat, which is a one of the larger, oh, fluffier okay. cats. Okay. Yeah. All cat names, okay. Cat breeds. Yeah. Got it. But you yeah. can get a cat. You did like a lot of fishing and stuff like that as well. Oh, see, I, and that's the thing. I like fishing in games, and I like the different ways fishing is done in video games, and I liked figuring that one out, and it's very simple but satisfying. Again, I do a thing. I do a bit of struggle, and then I get a thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, a sardine. I'll put it in the museum. <laughs> or I'll sell it. <laughs> I don't have to put it in like in a pot and then feed it for five days before it gives me baby sardines that I can do something with. Ooh. I mean, you'd have to probably do that if you wanted the, you know, the sardine farm. I mean, now probably that you say that, I actually would try and, like, a fish farming simulator where I mean, you run a fish farm. Game, yeah. yeah. There's a um, um, mega aquarium. Look into that, you might like that. Mm. I don't know whether that was a fish farming game. I don't know whether they bred. Probably not. You shouldn't feed fish bread. (laughs) They may have, actually. I don't know. I didn't play enough of it, Mm. which I I lament to this day. It was a fun game. Mega Chrome was a really Mm. good game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so (laughs) the thing that makes this game... The thing that uh, I'm interested in is... It does have Animal Crossing type sharer invite people over, but the town mm-hmm. seems generic like Stardew. It's just like a bunch of buildings. And so it turns out you pick a path. The, the mayor's like, we need to improve tourism. What do you think we should do? And it's like, advertise on television. Uh, get more tech in the town. Or people like a break from the rat race. And so that's the one I picked. And then now they've like... I played a bit since the stream, and they've improved the road. You're gonna... It's basically gentrification the game. That's oh, yeah, mean. it's... It's yeah. I. Yeah. It's gonna be, like, hippies with their tote bags there, like, tomorrow. Oh, no. uh, yeah, white <laughs> people dreadlocks. There was... There... There was a lot of um, there was a lot of chat around Animal Crossing, wasn't there, about like the economy and and you know the whole mm. idea of selling turnips and all of that <laughs> sort of stuff. And, and I imagine that maybe this game has a maybe not a message, but 
like has again surface level kinds of stuff like that that <clears throat> maybe you don't quite get as involved with it's like here's a decision here is what has happened it's not like an yeah. ongoing thing of oh shit now the town is just full of bums Come oh, out yeah, to hang on the it. beach surf mm. around a little bit Oh, I think it's just get you'll do the right things, and then the the town has more people, and people are happy that there are more people yeah. coming. In. Yeah, there's no overwhelming. Yeah, like, so, like there's, there's a no ferry commentary. boat isn't that there comes. A story? Yeah. Is isn't there a story in these games? Yeah. Or? So so this is the thing. I think the story revolves around improving the town in different mm-hmm. ways, and then that's why you would invite someone over to see your town. Is my guess. I still haven't mm-hmm. played that much of it. Um, Found out that if you go to the bottom of the mine, um, a weird earth sprite gives you two opals, which sell for 250 bones each. Uh, And then you get whisked away to the sprite village. There's some weird fantasy shit going on. Oh, okay. Cult. Yeah. um, So, like, I I will probably play more of this, but I I doubt I'll be... (laughs) Like hooked into it the same way I did for a long time, well, for like that couple months of Animal, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, it's again like it's not my usual type of game, but I am interested in how much the story advances. Uh, I'm already frustrated with the like, so you know, you make friends with people and that advances the story and has events and there's romancing and marriage and kids that you can then divorce and. Dispel out of existence. Can divorce you remember your kids that as well. Article. Wow. Shared an article the other week about this game and how when you divorce, your kid disappears. <laughs> um, that's apparently a mechanic in the game because I think they didn't want to deal with custody, but instead they just exile it to the Phantom Zone. <laughs> lives, with the, lives with the sprites. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, all um, of the divorced kids they just live yeah. They just become sprites. Yeah, but like, uh, but like, I've I've now had four or five days. I've talked to the same few people. I was like, ah, I want to be friends with the sea captain. Then you notice that like, there's tent hearts, and you've got like a smidge on the one. I'm like, oh, they expect me to play the fuck out of this game to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have like that. That's like that. It's the opposite of the timer on the plants. Mm-hmm. That just made me like, no, I'm not going to do that. It Where just made it feel this? like so long. Are you Sorry. playing this on PC? Oh no, Switch. On Switch, because I, I, I would have thought like, yeah, Switch is probably the optimal place to play that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why Animal Crossing we got hooked to it so much. Yeah. I imagine it was just easy to pick up and and put down and yeah, sit yeah. in bed with. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, can, I can definitely see this as being one of those games that you can just kind of like sit in bed, play twenty minutes, put down, come back to you know whenever. Yeah, I mean, I guess the problem I have with the social aspect of it like like the social game mechanic um is every time you talk to someone your reputation with them goes up and it mm-hmm. feels really slowly but fine that's you know the game is supposed to take a couple years right like, like seasons yes. are gonna pass yeah there are four seasons and then there's 31 dates per season which is a weird calendar ask me for my birthday and i guess it was autumn 11th <laughs> but anyway, um, the the thing is, half like you go to talk to the person, they're like, "Hi," and the little thing goes off, and you're like, "I guess I'm done talking to you for the day." I could t- ask again; you might say something different. But for the mechanic to work, I just go to these like I just talk to them, and there's no 
not a like strong writing. There's like a. Right. I don't feel like I'm developing a rapport. They're just saying random things. Mm -hmm. It feels very much like a JRPG <laughs> on the like, non-important yeah. NPCs that just have some stock line. Like <laughs> yeah. the village is cold in the winter. Yeah, that's like animal the village is cold in the winter. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, well, I, I, I don't I, want to grind conversations that aren't real conversations just to maybe hit a cutscene with this person. I don't even know what will happen as I mm. fill the hearts. I assume something along those lines, right? But it's just like, I shouldn't have to have a bunch of fake, grindy one-liners to get to yeah. an actual interaction. Like, that seems really bad I mean, and boring. That's true, I, I guess, like, gamey-wise, it would be, like, heart number one, you can now give them a gift. Heart number two, you can now stay in their house past midnight or whatever. You know, heart number three, you might get a discount in whatever they do. No, no, that's, that's like that's like heart number ten, right? Um, I don't know, in The Sims you can pretty much grind <laughs> that relationship out until woohoo in like 20 minutes. <laughs> you just have to compliment them to well, the joke. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the thing is like... Guitar good. <laughs> Sometimes making friends takes time, but a game is is games are usually about gamifying mechanics, so making them quicker and more dopamine, endorphin rushing, etc. And this is like the opposite. It's like what if you spoke with a person three hundred times and then had a real conversation? It's like <laughs> if I went to the shop and ha every day for a couple weeks, I would have. A longer conversation with a person, I think. Probably, just yeah. Unless but like this, this is like you, grindy yeah. as hell, right? Like it's mm. like I, I went five days, and it's like still like oh blah 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 blah. I'm like uh huh okay, so that was still no. There's no conversation tree. It's just mm. they said a thing, and then I walk away, and then I realized like when I went to town because I was like these are interesting people. I'll, I'll, you know, I, I'll loop around. I, I don't want to talk to everyone. I'm not going to optimize, like, try and win the game in the sense of, like, I will get all the hearts for all the people. Not interested in that. But I was like, these few few people seem interesting. I'll loop. And then I realized I was just looping every time I went into town so that I hit them. Like, check them off the list. But, like, I was like there was no point in reading the dialogue because it was all yeah. the same kind of stuff and it's like okay well then i don't want to talk to any of you anymore <laughs> well, i just want to be a lonely fisherman now <laughs> i mean that's not <laughs> you only only Sounds trade right. when you need to when you're running out of things and that's it you just straight into uh straight back into fishing for the day yeah yeah uh well so i mean we'll check we'll, in a we'll couple see. of weeks see how it yeah. is you know like like animal crossing i think it's probably one that uh, if you do play, it will kind of maybe scratch an itch when you get a bit further into it. If these systems do get a little bit deeper, and then mm. it's like week four, I've got a little bit of an update about kind of like week six. I've got a little bit of an update about kind of what's going on because things have changed very slightly. But we'll see over the coming weeks whether it just stays yeah. as it kind of is. Essentially, it's, it's um, a mash of different things together in this kind of farming sim, and that's it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm just speaking from my own experience, but with Sims, it just very much seems like it, one can just get you, and yeah, the next one just may not gel with you. So mm. I guess that's with all games, but I, I, I definitely find that with like life sim games, especially where yeah. something can be doing the exact same thing, I just may not gel with it. Yeah, um, maybe because I'm not in that 
the headspace. That, that headspace, yeah, and that mood to play something like that. It's just, it's just who knows. Yeah, you know? I, I think I said when you were streaming out, we need to sort of see with this game what it does differently. Like, why wouldn't you just go back to Stardew Valley? Why wouldn't you just go back to yeah. Animal Crossing? What is this going to do differently to those games? And I guess I'll cap it off with saying what I said on stream, which was this kind of makes me want to go back to Stardew, and because everyone rents and raves about Stardew, and so it's like, well, if I'm going to do this type of farming game, I might as well just go back to this other game I own that I know is a solid version of this versus something that's new that I haven't... Like, like that was a really weird feeling of, like, this feels so reminiscent of this other game, and I know that everyone who likes this type of game loves that game, so mm-hmm. maybe I should stop playing this one? <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, I, the feeling passed, but there was this, this moment of like, oh, maybe I'll just boot up Stardew after the stream. It's like, why am I, like, am I just bored already of this? Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. So that's like my, my low-key worry, but I'll play a bit more. I think um, these games are meant to be super long, so it's kind of unfair to, there's only so much you can tell after a few hours in a day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this game called Cozy Grove, which is um, I think came out on Apple Arcade a few weeks ago. I think it's coming to everything later, mm. but it seems like one of those life sim farming games that actually has like, um, like full stops to it. It's like you do something on this day, and it tells you, okay, that's all. You've exhausted this. Come back tomorrow, mm. and it sends you like a notification, and you play the next day, and it's like, okay, you've done this story arc or you've done this bit of farming etc come back the next day but so that seems like something might be interesting to people i don't know i I do want to check it out for myself on apple arcade but um as i say who knows if i'm in the mood for like that life sim game Mm, at the moment mm. i I think a lot of the time it's knowing you've got the the, not just the time but the wherewithal to Mm. put into it as well that you can Last through a little bit of you know uh, mundanity in terms of doing the planting and all these sorts of things. Thinking this is I have to do these bits, mm-hmm. and then I get to do the exciting stuff that I enjoy, like the fishing and the talking to people and building relationships. Then just do my ten minutes of having to do the farming stuff to experience then the the rest of it. And it just it just might be that with these kinds of games that loop isn't that satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Or like in the case of Animal Crossing, reflecting my real life and just buying all sorts of crap and having nowhere to put it and just leave it in my storage. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Not in your real life, having started a museum and collected all these dinosaur bones to put on. I mean, and that, that I mean, the fact that you can donate your fish to the museum is like, I wonder where you got that idea. <laughs> Although I don't know, maybe don't they've know, always they might all do it. this. Was Harvest Moon before Animal Crossing? No idea. I didn't, yeah, but it it felt... There wasn't a lot of nuance to that, it, but maybe they all just do this. It's just like, ah, yeah. okay, well, I actually... I actually don't... One of my problems with these things is, like, it becomes an optimization game in different ways. Like, okay, I don't like getting a shrimp twice in a row now, because the game <laughs> has told me I need to get one of everything. It's like, ah, oh, I kind of hate... that... Because it's really hard to not fall that's into the, the pressures of the loops. Of the, uh, that's the thrill of, you know, catching a slowpoke instead of a magic carp, though. So. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> same as that. I guess it is the same as any collectible kind of thing. Yeah. Open up a, a pack Video of games. cards or something and go, oh, yeah. Pikachu, oh, another Pikachu. Oh, I think this is Pikachu. the point of this whole conversation. It's like video games, we don't know if we'd love them or hate them. Yeah, it's true, yeah. It's, it's like, like, oh, yeah, the there's this gameplay loop. <laughs> it kind of frustrates me because it's a gameplay loop and I don't like knowing it's a gameplay loop. But also, <laughs> gameplay loop. <laughs> gameplay <laughs> loop, we, gameplay loop. Should we move on then to something that we do enjoy and, and jump back mm. into our second beers? Um, for the evening. Lucy, I imagine you're mm. cracking the Duval. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, the the, the Mexi cake, it didn't really change. As I say, I think it's just because I'm not a fan of that style of... Uh, not Pepper. style, that, that chilli. But mm, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not a bad beer. I just want to get that across. It's not it's a fair. bad beer. Um, just not to my taste. Yeah, I'll, I'll crack open the Duval. Um, nice. nice. When I said I was gonna... This is what... 8.5%, so mm-hmm. it's not really <laughs> lighter than the uh, stout, but yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's close. It's, it's something. Close. I don't know whether any of us have drank a Duval on the podcast Stream? before. Yeah. Have yeah, we not? That's what I meant. don't know. don't know. Oh, I'll talk if, about if, it. If, if my memory <laughs> yeah. doesn't go back that far. I mean, also, like, there's a lot of sort of standard beers that I think we've never really done because... It's just a good standard yeah. <laughs> you know everyone well i assume if you're listening to this podcast every week you you've had this before and you know the, mm-hmm. the quality of it so but yeah i'll, I'll crack it open cool. and speak about it why not you crack that one at all what are you drinking as your second beer uh i'm drinking from uh avans avans uh the kvek kvike kvek uh, IPA. It's a dry hopped with a Zaka Galaxy Sabro uh, from De Proefbrarei in Belgium, and it is a 5.5% IPA. It has water, barley, hops, and yeast. Allergens in bold. It's got a nice little patterny can with some spray paint style, mm. and is then some like real the blocky stuff. Mm-hmm. Czech Republic flag or something like that, or Croatian flag. Where's that from? Sorry. Belgium. <laughs> I was half listening. It looks very much like a, the Croatian flag. Just the it does. The colours. The colours definitely. Oh, do. the colours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, nice. Um, so I am going to drink um, double heater from By the River Brew Co. Uh, it's an eight point eight eight percent double IPA. Uh, it's again. Nice can. Some skulls for you there, Lucy. Um, yeah. Everyone loves oh, some good cool. skulls. Uh, it does have no flavour text, but it tells me that the hops are Amarillo T90, Centennial Cryo, Idaho 7 Cryo, Simcoe T90 and Cryo, Mosaic, BBC. So there's a lot in there. Tons of hops in this bit. But I will... Pour that. Oh shit, that's really close to the top. I'm not going to move that for a while. Uh, Lucy, the Duval. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just going to see if there's any uh, flavour text on it. Um, No, they always go on about their their, their nicely shaped bottles. Their interestingly Mm. shaped bottles. And I think this is just saying, maybe have it... Oh no, wait. Um... Apparently, at the end of the 60s, here's a, here's a fun fact for you, mm. <laughs> uh, they they introduced the very first tulip-shaped glass, which okay. is interesting. 
Okay. Okay. I like a chewy lip gloss. So. Yeah. Um. Not exactly drinking out of chewy lip gloss, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a um, Belgian strong blonde. It's eight point five percent. The original Duvel, they say. Yeah, the reason I have this is because didn't really have any beers in the house and um, asked my mum to pick me some up. And Marks and Spencer, which I'm quite disappointed about, they always have the same beers. Mm. Like they, they, They've started getting in some, well, probably in the last two years, they've started getting into like Burnt Mill and Mikella mm. and um, Arbor. Mm-hmm. But it's always the same beers. Yeah. It's all, I mean, I don't mind. Give me the cafe cream from Arbor any day of the week. That's fine. That's but yeah. I, I don't exactly want to drink twelve of them. <laughs> it's just like just, I wish they had a bit more variety. Um, but yeah, when she was um, looking around, I was like, just just get me some Duvel. It's like mm. you can't go wrong. Like yeah, I think this fine. is the only decent beer that they do in Sainsbury's, for example, around us anyway. <laughs> But, I didn't even um, know they did it in Sainsbury's. I know they do it in Sainsbury's because whenever she goes to Sainsbury's, she's like, "You want anything?" Um, just like just pick me up Duvel because that's all they have. See <laughs> <laughs> even that old brew dog. Um, mm. But yeah, this is just—you uh, can't go wrong. It, it, this is very much a—it's never going to change. You always know what you're going to get. It's, the quality is always there. Mm. But yeah, the smell—it's just good. Just got that lovely, like, yeasty Belgian yeasty, like, kind of malty, estery aroma to it. Just smells gorgeous. Good. I mean, always they are very carbonated, so it's like always pours mm. a lot of head. But hey, they like that on the continent. They do. Yeah, they absolutely yeah. definitely do. Yeah. You're drinking it in the old delirium glass as well. Yeah. Topical. You've had a few Belgian. What is it, what's going on with Belgian tonight? We've all, all mm. sort of dabbled in mm. it this evening. I mean, reliable, no, best Dutch. beers in the world. Yeah, but yes, yeah, but yeah, just it, it's been sitting. You don't want to drink this straight out of the fridge. It's been sitting about what an hour now. So it's just it's just so easy because sometimes when crack it straight open it can be you can taste that 8.5 percent but right now it's been sitting and it's just it's just so easy it doesn't taste it's got a little bit of that alcohol and you do feel that warming but mm. not to the point where you'd think oh yeah this is 8.5 percent beer but it's got that creaminess it's got a bit of body to it nice bit of bitterness citrus crisp hoppy it's just, i love the well. nice good Good. Well, enjoy it. Sit, cherish it. Take it slow. I will. Or fast as much as you want. I, 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 I don't think I can because I just love this beer yeah. so much. So. <laughs> mm. Well, that's all right. When we've talked about our beers, I'll make you talk about some games next. So, uh, take it a little slower. But, Adult, um, what was <laughs> the one you had? A- Avans? Avans? Uh, the Avans is the brewery. And mm. it's the Kvaik IBA. Kvaik? I can't remember. My boy... Kviki. Can't remember. Kviki. Kviki. Mm. That one. Yeah. It's very, very pale. It is. Ooh. Oh. Oh, yeah. that dry hop and um, or those hops. So it's actually again really delicate on the nose. Mm. 
a slight a bit of floral and sweet citrus but it doesn't look it but it's a little more carbonated less creamy than the last one still quite thin it's 5.5 percent but oh it just clings to your tongue in a really satisfying way um oh what is that finish is a bit dry uh, a little bitter rather but wet on, on the mouth feel which means you don't have to go back but I will hmm. ooh there's this like peak of sweetness along with a pininess underneath it that kind of go together so you're like oh that's kind of sweet and then you're like oh but there's piney and they both kind of retreat leaving this low level um mandarin okay and tartness lingering mm. um this is very very tasty there's a lot going on in a way that's very well melded um yeah so there's not it's it's definitely again light touch um, mm -hmm. This isn't a boisterous IPA. Um, this is very satisfying, though. It's it got just enough carbonate, carbonate, carbonation to <laughs> uh, open things up on your tongue, but not not anymore. So yeah. you get like ah, oh, there's like a, a, a effervescence, and then oh, this all this bouquet of of different tastes coming through. Not easily picking out different ones. I don't think I'm giving a good. Uh, mental picture of what those tastes are, but this is just a very solid beer. The three hops, right? Is that Zaka Galaxy and Sabro are all working well together. Um, again, if if this was earlier today, I would I would have wanted four or five of them because mm. it was nice and sunny. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, you could easily just have a sip and let it sit for a while mm -hmm. because it's it's it's. A ling the lingering bitterness is so light that it's there and you're like ah, I had beer but it's not drying you're not like forced or feeling parched mm, okay. um, yeah very good uh, I really like this beer uh, definitely though a looking for something light uh, and sort of more subtle um, yeah springy beer cool nice uh, okay We'll jump into the um, double heater, double IPA from By the River Bruco then. Uh, it's very nice. I've already had a sip. I couldn't wait. Um, I, I tried to just take a bit off the top so I could <laughs> hold it up. Um, it's a solid color, like super oh, yeah. orange in color as well. Like really, really thick. Lovely big nose. Almost a bit kind of um, sweet kind of candy on the nose. But you don't get that in the flavor at all. The flavor is... Lots and lots and lots of fruit. With mm. this then, actually maybe maybe now I've said that, you do get a bit of that candy sweetness as it starts to kind of dry out a little bit. Um, but you're getting like a combination of maybe a bit of grapefruit, a little bit of melon, maybe a little bit of like lychee in there or something like that, something a little bit maybe creamier than the other two. There, there is that kind of sort of stone fruit, very ripe kind of 
tropical fruit in there, but then there's this little sweetness to it as well. That does get a little bit, not acidic, but like a little bit creamy, a little bit sort of on that um, on that spectrum that it almost feels kind of slightly souring. Hmm. And I don't mean that in a uh, like a fizzy. Um, sort of tart way as you would expect from a sour beer but it just, the, the fruits in them just kind of isn't quite stewed just got that little hint of sourness to them in there um, it doesn't have a, a big finish on doesn't have a um, a bitterness to it really mm. um, it just kind of lingers on those fruits and that stewed kind of finish so I mean, it's it's nice, like, it's very, oddly, very easy. Um, and I feel it should be, or at least it presents itself to kind of be a little bit more harsh. Like it, it, it feels a bit more bigger than it is, perhaps. Um, hmm. Hmm. It's, yeah. It's just there's like candy sweetness in there as well. As I said, I know it's one of the fruits that are just kind of doing something in there. But yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I can easily nice. sit here and sink this. And I will. And we'll come back to you, Lucy, to uh, to chat about whatever you want to chat about this week. Yeah. Um, Eternal Hope. Hmm. A puzzle platformer. <laughs> He's got their bingo cards out. <laughs> a puzzle platformer. Um, it's very much in the vein of Limbo. As a lot of, um, you know, these kind of sad platformers are. Um, it's got a very melancholic story, like right mm. off the bat. He plays this um, little nondescript human boy uh, it's got a very striking art style you play as like this all black character he's got these white white eyes and the the color palette is very striking and you know bright purples bright blues bright pink so it's a very nice contrast in that sense mm. but um yeah you're very much playing <laughs> what looks like the boy from limbo um and you have a straight up you know ice's girlfriend in like, the first part oh really yeah. <laughs> oh wow it's like oh he was he, he he was always looking for you know uh, he was always lonely and then he found his true love and then yep immediately kills her off, immediately oh, fridges her and it's just like okay <laughs> didn't expect this um, it does have that very melancholic very uh, sorrowful kind of tone to it though it's not very chirpy and upbeat um, mm -hmm. so you're not gonna get like Super Meat Boy or something like that which is uh, which I don't mind. I mean, a lot of people say, yeah, these games are derivative of, like, Limbo. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't like to think that because, you know, games are derivative in nature. They just mm -hmm. are that, like, not... There's only so many ideas to go around. But, um, yeah, where it differs is that Okay, it's a puzzle platformer, but I'm always just looking for. I play so many of these types of games. I'm always looking. Okay, what's that? What's that mechanic? What's that structural mechanic that's gonna set you apart? Um, yeah. And admittedly, I didn't get too far in this game. I'll, I'll explain why. But 
the different mechanic is that um, you can it's basically right bumper on on the Xbox uh, uh, controller but you can kind of summon these what I perceive to be like inner demons and they basically manifest themselves in the world like the world sort of like shifts into this kind of dark mode okay. and then they kind of manifest and they can um, for, for an early example um, it's basically okay he's he needs to reach this higher um, tree this tree branch and you know normally it's too far out of reach but when you uh, press the right bumper and summon this like kind of um, demon <laughs> or something whatever it is it, it sort of like hangs from the tree branch and like brings it down to a point right. where you can jump onto it so it, it, cha it changes the environment and changes your surroundings so um, I'm wondering how deep that goes mm. and I mm. think that would be that central mechanic is probably the only thing that would probably want to make me keep playing this game. Oh, okay. Mm. Because the controls are not that great. <laughs> and I have a lot of patience for platformers that, are, you know, just not everything can be a Celeste, not everything can be a Mario, <laughs> you know, budget constraints, whatever you want. Not everything can be that. And that's where usually a different mechanic such as the one I just explained it, you know pulls you through um, but the, the the controls are just a bit janky um, they're a bit <sighs> I think unresponsive may be a bit too harsh but they're very, it's, it's a bit of a slog to play mm. like every time I went to jump it always seemed like he even though I just wanted to do like little hop, he would always just launch himself, and it's like, no, don't do that. Do you think, do you think that's an animation issue, rather than sort of like an input issue? No, because this isn't like a a Prince of Persia, or a, mm. you know, flashback where they have those kind of flu it's very much style over substance sort of thing, where it's like, we want to show you this guy, you know, like, Running and all his limbs moving, and then you press the button. It's like a little bit, a little bit of a delay because, yeah, we are mm. so concentrated on the cinematics. This is very much. It just feels a bit off. Um, yeah, as I said, like, I just want him to do a little, little hop, and then he just like launched himself. And this, this guy can drown in like two inches of water, <laughs> as we all can. You know, well, that's true. Means that's that's, <laughs> that's very true. That's the <laughs> climactic scene in um, Glass. How do you kill a guy who's unbreakable? A puddle? <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert for glass. It's bad. Don't watch it. No. That's not the one with Samuel Bruce L. Jackson, Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, is, is that the same film? Yeah, yeah. I hated that film. That, it's that's bad. Why. I haven't yeah. seen Glass. I've seen Unbreakable and I've seen Split. Split's really glass good. Is, I really like Split. Split is Maybe really good. Is Unbreakable a prequel? No, no, Unbreakable. Uh, so Unbreakable is the first one. Like 10 one. years ago, 15 yeah, years ago. Yeah, I saw that with one. With Bruce Willis. Sorry? And I then the I second one is Split with James McAvoy. Yeah, and then the, the yeah. last scene of Split, they show the Unbreakable dude, and they're like, Surprise! It's a secret sequel! Mm. Meta twist oh from M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and then they made Glass the actual trilogy one where everyone knew it was going to be all these people in the same universe and it was not 
good. Oh, okay. If well. Geek Out Weekly was around then, we would have had a field day <laughs> chatting about it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't enjoy that film. But, um, yeah, it just, it, the, the mechanics just... The controls, rather, they just seem a little bit off. And, and like, I was just trying this puzzle, and it's, it, this... This guy is like, okay, um, I can't jump from big heights, but sometimes it's a bit different. Sometimes it, it's, it changes. Okay, I jumped from this height last time, and you were fine. And I did it this time from like literally the same height, and yet you died. And it, even though it's it's like, come on, I've played a platformer before. I'm, I'm pretty competent at these things. Um, I, I expected more checkpoints, because I'm okay. just like... This is this is the point where it's like okay, I'm l- literally cannot do this because <laughs> it just feels like it, it it's not responsive enough. Um, as I say, he drowns in like two inches of water, and I'm just just thinking, just 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 jump, little man, just 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 you know get get some oil or yeah. baby oil, rub it on your knees. And be a bit more fluid, you know, just <laughs> just run. Yeah, it, it's it's no good when you, the player, are yelling at the game sprite. Get good, mm-hmm. yeah. just get good. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's a shame because it's like, uh, as I say, the arts arts nice. I really like how it sounds. Like I was just playing through my, through my speakers. I I I do want to play it with headphones. And I was just like, yeah, this got some good, like, pos- you know, positional. Surround sound kind of thing. It's like it mm. is, but those controls, um, not fun. Those controls are not fun, and I don't think if it's it's doing enough in terms of being, uh, you know, an interesting one of these games mm. for me to keep going. And oh, it's just a bummer yeah. because, yeah. as I said, I've I put up with some really janky ass platformers just because I'm just like okay I can blast through this in you know a couple hours and um I think it I think it doesn't help but at the same time I'm still playing through uh Journey of the Broken Soul um Journey Broken Circle of the Broken Circle mm-hmm. that's the one um and that's you know puzzle platformer I don't think the writing's good in that it's very memey and it's trying touches on depression in a very ham-fisted way um so the story isn't great in that but it's got it's got much better fluid controls better checkpointing and it's a bit more colorful it's less sad maybe that's just something to do with me and the mood i'm in um but yeah it's i'll I'll try and go back to it but i'm not i'm not enjoying it (laughs) at the moment it doesn't Um, sound like you have no and i just rage quit yeah no I, i don't I don't, and I do genuinely want to see where that central mechanic goes. I want to see how they, how they use that kind of world shifting thing, because that's always cool in platformers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To see how that how that changes things and how how that develops and evolves, but it, it just feels a bit, a bit, a bit plodding. Like yeah. when I opened up the game, it was just in. I don't want to offend anyone, but either Mandarin or Japanese, I, I, I'm not sure which one, it, it language, and I was just like, I, I, I shut it down again, and I was like, can't be my, you know, Steam settings, because that's obviously in English, relaunched it, and it was like, okay, it's still in 
Chinese um, and I was like okay let me try and navigate to this <laughs> menu you know the first menu I did it was quit out the game <laughs> it was just like it was obviously the exit and I was like okay let me try it again and second one down I was just like okay and I'll pick the first option here and it was like English Portuguese and I was like yes I, 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 yes I can change the language here but yeah I just I don't know um well, I think from sort of like oh. from what you're saying, like a game like this can live or die on its control scheme. But if you're then experiencing a few sort of like UI issues and just general settings, it, it kind of what you think you're a little bit more forgiving on can mm-hmm. just tip you over the edge. So, yeah. so Journey of the Broken Circle, which you're saying is more fluid, is um, you know, nicer to play and actually isn't as good in terms of a story. A, a lot of the time, we talk about excellence in sort of like storytelling and narrative and the stories that we really enjoy. But sometimes you just want that fun, fluid game to be able to play. Yeah. And yeah. I think we're probably more forgiving on a poor story than we are on poor controls. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and this. It didn't really run that great um, on my PC, and I've got a pretty beefy PC, and it just felt like a bit stilted. I don't know if it was a frame rate issue, but it felt like every time I was going on to, like, it was like someone doing, like, a, I don't know, like, putting different projections into into a, you know, projector, and it's like, okay, we're going to put this slide in, we're going to put this slide in, because every time I moved, like, you know, obviously going left to right... Every time I moved, it felt like a bit choppy. It didn't even film like a, a frame rate thing because even when I mm. like reduced like the, uh, it started on like high visual quality. Even when I moved to like medium, it just felt like it was like kachunk kachunk every time I moved, you know, further further over and 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 like these transition breaks, like for example, when the girlfriend got iced <laughs> at the beginning of the story, it just went. It just like cut cut to black. It was like I, I didn't know if that was a feature or a bug. And he just woke up next to a grave, and I was like, "Jesus." Okay, yeah. I was like, it, it was just a flash of lightning. I mean, she obviously got struck by lightning, but it was like it, it it just cut to black screen. And as I said, I don't know if that was a feature or a bug. Yeah. It was just very clunky. Um, either as a narrative choice or how I imagine as a how you know those scenes transitioned and it's just mm. yeah it's it, it seems a bit rough around the edges to be honest um, in terms of controls and uh, that kind of stuff and performance but as I say there's, there's definitely something there the reviews seem overwhelmingly pos- mm. positive without actually looking at the steam what it says there, but I imagine um, I, d- I did just quickly look on the tab. I didn't look at the let's the aggregate or whatever. Have a look, mm. Eternal. But I just saw a lot of thumbs up, and it's like there's obviously something here. Right. Scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling, um, scrolling, scrolling. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, 
a lot of uh, a lot of good yeah. uh, a lot of good reviews. Uh, very positive in terms of all reviews okay. over on Steam. Uh, the first one which pops up um, is quite a long quite a long review. I'm not going to read it all. It's got more positives at the end than negatives. It gives it nine out of ten. Um, okay. Key was provided by the developer for review purposes for that person's um, Steam review. Um, but you scroll down, it's all recommended, 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 recommended. Yeah. So if, just, if, if you click on the negative filter... Yep, yep. I will I will do that now. Um, ah, I've clicked some things that I don't need to click. So, um, where is the negative filter? Positive. Oh, positive. Review type. Negative. There's only five. Yeah, I mean, that says a lot. It does, it does. So, the one, as soon as you click into negative, oh, I clicked into negative and it's telling me, it's showing me the positive reviews. Let's click back to all, click what? back to negative. <laughs> so, a yeah. negative review, posted on the 24th of January. So, the aesthetic is lovely, and the story cute, but it was a drag to play, honestly. I did enjoy some parts, but it was frustrating to die, the controls didn't feel quite right, and there were not enough saves, they are automatic. Having mm. to go through the same cinematic many times is boring. I couldn't bring myself to finish it. The beginning of the boss fight discouraged me. I wasn't having fun anymore. Almost I mean, exactly the same as what you're saying, Lucy. Um, yeah. it's so that was from um, Alchemin31 products in their account. They put in 4.4 hours yeah. to this. So a reasonable <laughs> amount of time to make a decision on that. Hmm. Yeah, it may just be me. Like, like there are some things where Steam reviews, I can't exactly take, you know, at face value. Mm, but this one, yeah. I, I absolutely would because sometimes, like, I look at a re- review for a point-and-click adventure game, and they're like, "This is the best game ever," and it's because they're so starved for point-and-click adventure mm. games. <laughs> <laughs> they'll play any old crap, and they'll vote it nine out of ten. But yeah, this may. <laughs> Honestly, just be me. It's, it, 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 I just couldn't get there with the controls. Um, mm. As I say, I've got a high tolerance for. I've played some crappy platformers over the years, and I feel like I have a high tolerance for that. But just this, I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. It's it's too much. That's fair. That's <laughs> it's fair. too much on my soul. Yeah. But that may j- just be the mood that I'm in. Um, mm. There's a reason I've been going back to play flipping Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance because <laughs> I, I just can't be bothered to play anything else. I mean, that's fair. One, two Castlevania games a year at the moment. <sighs> it's just not enough. It's not enough to go around. It's like <laughs> we got. There's another Bloodstain coming out. You're fine. You're oh right. God, I hope so. That better come soon because I'm running out of. I'm running out of my stash. I mean, autumn you know? maybe next year, maybe. Oh God, yeah, just just look it to my veins, yeah. um, we'll my castle veins. Um, <laughs> hey. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, pers- you know, see myself playing that many games in the next coming weeks because can't be asked with them. Um, <laughs> I've exhausted the, the 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 virtual console. I try going back to um, what's it called? Best game of all time. Um, Link to the Past. Uh, I don't know if, this, if 
if I gel with it. Like this mm. is like the third time of me trying to play it, and I just, I, I, I understand why it's so lauded. And I, someone said to me that's the best game of all time. I was like you're absolutely right. But I just it's just not your I, best game of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I I don't know why though. <laughs> That's super interesting. I might go back yeah. to it. I was thinking about. It. I was talking with a friend yesterday, and and <laughs> uh, he had got a switch during lockdown um, one. During lockdown one, yeah. And mm. we we're just talking about games. Uh, and I, I was like, I can lend you Link's Awakening if you want. He's like, uh, mm. I don't know. I've been meaning to like go to Link because he's paying for Nintendo Online. He's like, I've been meaning mm. to do Link to the Past. I'm like, oh, you should do that before you talking to me then. Um, but it and then i was like oh i should go back to that i haven't played in ages the last time i thought about playing it was when my roommate at the time uh was doing a lot of randomizer runs yeah those are super interesting mm. i love watching them i love people i love watching people play link to the past more than i like to play it myself <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> yeah. yeah i, I, I yeah. think it's a phenomenal game yeah i just don't i, I think maybe the the amount of time that there's been because what did it come out in like 1992 which is crazy for me to say because yeah. i can still play super metroid and that came out in what 94 mm. yeah and still think it's the best thing ever but just just something about i mean some games you just don't click with i don't know. yeah I, I, absolutely. I don't know what it is though I, i'm gonna try and keep going i think i'm like Ah, the, life is too short to bash your head against the same game being like i should do I know, this because i but, feel like I yeah. feel like I sh- this is the. Mm, I agree, I agree, but I, I just think something may click for me one day with it. Because mm. I've never got too far in it, so. And uh, and I'm on that virtual console trip and I've run out of every other game. <laughs> <laughs> on there, so. Well, uh, might as well, well, if mm. a, a game I think you would both click with. Uh, would mm. be what I've been playing for the past uh, few days, um, which is called uh, Dwarf Dwarf Romantique. Dwarf, dwarf. <laughs> uh, one word: D R R O M A N T I K. Dwarf Romantique, uh, which is from uh, Tucana Interactive. So they kind mm. of provided me with a code. Uh, the game is in. Oh early my God! Access. There's hexagons. It's, it's a, yep. The game is <laughs> in early access. Uh, so I'm kind of going to just give initial impressions about it. I, I, I probably put four or five hours into it, something like that so far. But it's not quite a city builder. It's not quite a puzzle game. It sits sort of somewhere in the middle. Um, you played a game, Adult, uh, which is very, very similar, in which you are placing, or at least in, in Dwarf Romantic, you're placing hex tiles down. Yeah. I think the game you played, you unlocked kind of tiles and it yeah, gave you basically different things that got do. resources to explore mm. in a different area. Yes. It was Hexia was the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, with, with Dwarf Romantic, you have like a, a, a stack of different hex kind of landscapes. So on this, on this six-sided um, kind of piece you might have various different things. So you might have a farm, you might have a forest, you might have a town, you might have a river, a train, and you have to place them on your map. You can only ever place next to a piece you've already placed. So you start off with a central hex and you can go on one of the six things and build out from there. 
and what you're trying to do is link these different um, areas. So you want to link all of these forests up. You want to link your farms up. You want to link your housing, your towns up. What the game does is it only gives you a certain amount of tiles to play through. And it's kind of like high score chasing kind of game. So oh, you, you have to keep okay. placing tiles. You want to, to do this. And to get more tiles, you occasionally get... Uh, some tiles come with a number signifier. So it might be a bunch of houses and it will say the number 23 on top of it. And what it wants you to do is link 23 sides of these hexes all with houses. Or oh, wow. with forests. Oh, with, it's like Ticket with, to Ride kind of? Say that again. Have you played the board game Ticket to Ride? No, I haven't, but I it have. is very similar. Yeah, 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 I yeah, actually yeah. have. <laughs> um, the one with the trains. Yeah, yeah, and like the longest <laughs> route line and like having to do specific I, I, routes yes. to get the light. It, it, it's similar. I, I, so, I like yeah, that game. From, yeah. from what I know about that game, yeah, it's similar. Sorry, Lucy, I spoke over you. No, 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 I was just saying I, I, I like that. Yeah, mm. I like Ticket to Ride. Yeah, so, good. Yeah, it, it, it mixes it up a little bit by it being you know different areas, different sort of uh, things that you can kind of link together, and you get forests and they're like link two hundred and thirty sides kind of together and things. Um, so you are are kind of like puzzling through these certain things by going right. I want a town over here which is roughly ten sides because I know that at the point of the game I'm going to get something that says link 20 odd sides and I can link that right. straight away and it will then say link 12 sides to it or you know another 10 sides and you can build off of that and I've got that going over here I've maybe got a forest going over here and I've got a, a farm going kind of down here and some water somewhere and, and it, 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 it plays it in a way that occasionally you'll get a tile and you're like I've built this massive town out of all of these sides and actually I've already got like 30 Sides which have towns on all linked together over here, but this one actually only wants me to get 12. So now I've got to start a completely new town or link it to different houses that I've got somewhere else and make like a, a new little pocket of this type of thing that it wants me to sort of link together. And it, it kind of feels clever in a way that it, you cannot just build like mega town or mega forest or mega farm. Right. You, you, you kind of have to piece together these certain things and I don't know how much it's sort of randomized because a couple of times I have found a tile which will perfectly fit in uh, in a gap that I have or in a space that, that is just off on the side you know I'll have a tile which has three sides which are forests uh, one which is a house and then two blank sides and actually the mm. way I have built it I have one empty tile sat like right in the middle of my map or something where this will perfectly fit but if oh, wow. I'm not taking my town in if I'm not taking the, the landscape in on every tile I might just be like oh okay well I need to I need to add forest up here so I will just add it to these forests because that's another three to check off to the forest which means if I get to zero and I you know, do that, that I get more tiles so I can then add more, I can chase that high score constantly um, and I don't, the game's in early access, but I haven't quite broken 10,000 score mm. but I'm like 25,000 
on the leaderboard. So some people have put in some, you know, reasonable numbers in this I mean, game. I mean, the fact that Early Access it has 25,000 people. I, I mean, I don't know whether it's 25,000 people versus 25,000 runs. Runs or scores? Yes, um, yes. It could I, be 10 people who have played it two, two and a half thousand well. times. You know, it's, yeah. it could be that sort of thing. Right. And it's adding up every single run. But um, there's, there's about 25,000 better than I have done so far. Um, yeah. I mean, can't all be top of the leaderboard. No, I know, it's true. It's true. Says Lucy, who has literally been on top of leaderboards before. <laughs> um, Hitman? I don't know what else. I, that's the one I was yeah. thinking of. <laughs> I mean, it would be a, nice. A AAA title a that you were top game. of the world leaderboards multiple times, yep. Yeah, but that's because I'm a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also good. All I'm saying is you're good at game. You are good at game. Some games. That's absolutely true. We're literally talking about how there was a metric to, to, to discover who is the best at game. You can't now pretend like you weren't good at game. Best or first? Probably best, but there you go. Yeah. There they, was always this guy correlate? called Mr. Freeze who was like... What? Uh, what? Doesn't best and first correlate quite closely? No, yeah, but if I, I was like the first play, person to play she that, me, she means that first as in oh temporally right, rather right, than yeah, first yeah. as in yeah. top of the order. Because if I played a pre-release game yeah, yeah. that nobody else has ever played, sure. yeah. it's okay. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, anyway, I'm, okay. Get... I'm okay. I get by. <laughs> good. <laughs> I I I will never tire of your self-effacement <laughs> about how good you are at some games. The thing is that I know I could definitely be the best. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I mean that's very I could, I, could, I could get a free chair from Square Enix for being the best Hitman player but I got crap to do you know? yeah busy life <laughs> I gotta live my life can you get me a free chair from Square yeah, Enix yeah sure why not cause this this chair is awful and my back I'll is just... <laughs> in way worse shape because of a year of only using this chair mm. I can imagine tell you this chair great investment but um Secret Labs, uh, if you want to sponsor a <laughs> get a get a deal on the new chair. Please do. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get you a free chair. We'll I'll find play, one somewhere. I'll, ju I'll just say I love Hawkeye from the Avengers and just say, yeah. oh, I, just before he gets like shut before Anthem, I'll, I'll go hard on that. I'll be like, what's <laughs> the mix? Excitement is like Avengers best game yeah, ever. Yeah, all the Squeenix money. Brought my PlayStation back so I can play that exclusive Spider-Man. Oh yeah, oh shit. Yeah, gonna watch Spider-Man. Is that, is that even gonna come out? Um, gonna shill, shill, shill. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so is that even? Wait, is the Spider-Man in Avengers still not out? Mm. I think they mm -hmm. delayed it or something. Oh god, I just, I, I mean, COVID. everyone's saying the definitive version of this game has to be the one with the character everyone you can't get in other versions and that's not even out oh, no, isn't the game crazy. basically dead unless you're bob who streams it's, it on it, the regular it, it died on the vine you know pretty much so. yeah. yeah yeah anyway um what were we talking um, about so yes some to, to, oh yeah you were playing a hexy hex game hex yes. hex, hex. To, to just finish out my yeah. kind of initial thoughts on uh dwarf romantique uh it's pretty game chill loop. it's pretty chill uh it's got a good a very very relaxed soundtrack there's no timer to this either so you can just kind of take your time play the tars that you want uh, the only thing that 
that, that gives you a little bit of um, a tense moment is when those tiles count down you know, and you realise you've only got 10 tiles left and maybe the only thing you have a tile or, or you have a ticker on is one mm. of these areas or one of these like whether it's a forest or a town or whatever and it wants you still to get like six sides and because those tiles are randomized in some way you might not actually be able to do it or it might give you enough but you've placed your tiles in a way that you block yourself off so you know you've got to a point where actually you need you still need like six town tiles but you've only got mm -hmm. two available sides to add a town to and the way the tile works mm -hmm. is it only has one side that has a town on so you know you cannot put it there so you've, you've burned one tile already and you you constantly got to like balance these different resources almost to keep things open and hit these sort of like these numbers to be able to do um whilst expanding out you know what you're kind of building so mm -hmm. it, it it sort of feels quite relaxed in one way it feels very puzzly very gamey yeah. in another um, if you're chasing that high score you could just like burn through things constantly and just be like right try and just build this up as much as possible with all of these things get all of these uh, numbers like churning over and stuff so um, it's, it's fun it's fun I, I it's a game where you can completely lose an hour in and not even right, realize yeah. and it's very dangerous in that sort of way <laughs> um, but it's fun so far I mean yeah I, I I really like the look of it. It's mm. like a sort of very nice Scandinavian looking. It, uh, it is, and it's got um, palette to it. You kind of you unlock different biomes as well. So when you first start, all of the tiles will probably be you know a, a green, um, very lush, and then you unlock a different mm -hmm. biome and you build across to a certain way, and they might turn a little bit sort of grayer. Um, as a ground kind of colour or a little bit more brown or something mm. so there's, there's there's little bits in this as well which kind of uh, try to give a little bit of difference kind of per run as well so it's um it, it's definitely one to kind of keep an eye on because it feels even though it's in early access it feels like this is it this is this is the game I don't know what more they're going to be able to sort of do to this, but there will be something. Yeah. So interesting to see kind of how they take this and what they change up. Because at the moment, also, yeah, it's a very satisfying little experience. I was just going to say, but also it's great to hear that you're super happy with the early access version yes, and would yeah. be fine if this was the game because mm -hmm. so often we've, it's not the case with early access and there's always that tension of I get that you need money to finish but the early access model sometimes burns more than it mm. yeah but yeah I don't know what the opposite of that burns more than it does good thing yes. <laughs> I am a person with multiple degrees that I have earned by writing <laughs> you know the synonyms and the antonyms and uh, yeah. But yeah I mean to be honest like just the way you described it mm. and like a quick Look at a couple of screenshots. I'm like, eh, it's on sale right now, six seventy nine. I might just help that early access. <laughs> Sounds great, yeah, especially when you're saying, like, I think the big thing is you're saying, 
I don't even know what they could do to make this mm. more of a game. It's like, well, then it, it's literally only upsides or, or oh, like a really drastic upheaval that they do. <laughs> like, right. But like, other than this, like a uh, notion of just destroying everything for the post alpha version, like it sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And also you're bad like... at it, apparently. Yeah, I'm not very good. <laughs> and you think 25,000 like... people. But... <laughs> It feels like the kind of game I should be good at. Spatial awareness, yeah. understanding how things fit together, all of that sort of stuff it leans it's into my probably multiple. I think it's the multiple runs is learning to balance the different loops and mechanics, yes. right? Like As you were saying, where there were gaps and things, it's like, oh, maybe awareness of the stack of mm -hmm. things yeah, yeah, yeah. and playing it a much more slower pace, like thinking multi-moves ahead is probably a thing you could do. It, it is. You can only see three tiles. Uh, oh, and so it's sort of tile one hovers here, and then tile two will be here, and then tile three will be sort of just here, and then the rest of it is right up, packed up against. Right. So you can see the number of tiles you've got left. You can see maybe the next three tiles that you have to Looks use. like a pile of these crackers I really like, and it's making me hungry. Oh, Oh, I know exactly. I think I know which ones you mean that are like hex hexagonal Hexa hexagon, or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. kind of a little puffed, but not much. Mm, a bit home meal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, just, I love how it looks like mm. it when you you're on a plane and you look down yes. and everything's got this like kind of. Absolutely. Oh, that is yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get that like landscape, kind of, uh, like mm. slightly landscape, but kind of top-down view almost yeah. of it. And some of the screenshots you see on the store page show these yeah. huge expanses of these kinds of tiles. I'm looking at it, yeah. And I, you know, I've, I, I think this. Is, I don't know whether it's my issue, but I like, I'll fill out, you know, a, a reasonable amount of tiles, and then I'll kind of have a, an arm that's gone off over here or an arm that's mm -hmm. gone off over there, rather than, you know, filling out these kind of areas. Right. And it, it may just be the way that I, my mind is looking to kind of build on all of these certain things rather than kind of building out as a big area and kind of spreading instead sort of thing so mm -hmm. it may be that i need to just shift how <laughs> you know exactly how i'm kind of playing yeah. it to be in contention to the uh, mm -hmm. at least top twenty thousand people but yeah. so yeah. This is absolutely a game I'd just spam F12 in. I'd just take a screenshot of everything. <laughs> rather than, but knowing that it's a puzzle game as well, that's just right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. Got that kind of like wooden block, like, you know, those traps. Yes. That kind of look to it as well. I just, I just, I'm just looking at the screenshots, like the slideshow on Steam, and just. Mm. I, I'm just like, it's oh, very yeah. pretty. It is yeah. very, very pretty. Yeah. Uh, good. So, I, I mean, I may talk about it. Um, Again, in the future, uh, I look to possibly do a little review of it, maybe um, more towards its, um, its its release out of early access. But we'll see how this game yeah. develops. We'll see what they um, what they overwhelmingly positive right now. Mm. The reviews. Yeah. Good. Do you want to read us one, Lucy? Is there any? Is there anything yeah. negative, or is it is it all just? Uh, good? I mean, there's. 1,000, almost 1,500 people who've reviewed it. Um, wow. And overwhelmingly positive. Nice. I am scrolling. I cannot find any negative reviews, even when I load more. Um, let me read a little short one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, 
A very nice and relaxing puzzle game. I think the game hits a nice touch of the randomness of... I never know how to say this board game. Carcassonne? Carcassonne. Carcassonne. In the way you kind of know what tiles there are in the game, but never sure exactly which mm. one you'll get. Yes. Highly recommend it. So Carcassonne, not a board game. Yeah. Uh, equivalent. Yeah, yeah it, it, make, it makes sense. That. It makes sense. The, the board game equivalent is is right to make as well. It does definitely have that feel to it, um, which is very hard to do <laughs> in, in video games. So. So, so most of the negative reviews... Mm. Are like literally one is product refunded, 0.4 hours, boring. Right. Another person, 0.7 hours, boring. I don't understand what's supposed to be fun. And then this one, I think, is the icing from Sass Cologne. Uh, there is zero reason to care about doing anything in this game. Being good at it is not rewarding. Placing cards in completely random locations is just as fun as placing them in a spot where they grant you a lot of points. The game fails to make you care about your actions entirely. I, I'm sorry, the, the entitlement of some games are built around a score, and I just, I want, well, like, what do you want, like a loot box that opens up <laughs> and, like, your high school crush says she loves you every time? I, I honestly don't understand the notion of the gameplay loop says, like, he's literally describing, you get points doing it this way, you don't this way. I want more. It's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean... Sorry, I just, I read that and I was like... No, and 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 it even says and it says in its features. I mean, a lot of the, you know, like the 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 previews I read of this, it was just like, this is very much a your own pace game, but you can, mm. you know, chase high scores if you want to. But um, it says in you know what it offers and what it doesn't offer. Uh, it says what uh, it doesn't offer is uh, four X strategy. So I'm just like. It's not a four. Thumbs up game. from me. <laughs> Thumbs up. Sale. I mean, multiplayer so the, so doesn't offer multiplayer. Thank you. Hey, well, the one thing I will say is like, a, a right. couple of people <laughs> mentioned that it's that a game called Islanders. Like one one yeah. negative review was try Islanders. It's very first, similar. It's very similar to like, Islanders. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's I think to invert that move is. If you know of Islanders, if you liked it, this seems like along the same line. Absolutely. Yeah. Islanders has been on my wish list since Ben played yeah. it and Islanders yeah. for ages. So mm. I'd, I'd, I'd love to. See, I mean, it is different. It is a different it. game. Uh, the reason I was waiting for Islanders is because I thought it was coming to iOS. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was coming to mobile because that is a mobile That would be a fun game. mobile game. Definitely. Uh, oh, oh, that's, oh, this is lovely. Shall we end on a lovely note? Yes. I went on yeah. the Islanders page. And, um, oh, I own Islanders. Own when did I own Islanders? <laughs> you own everything. This is the problem. I, I, either Lucy or I talk about a game, you're like, it's on sale. I'll just buy it now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> but is this the same? But anyway, just scrolling down on Islanders, it just says, uh, check out this cool city builder our friends made. And there's the, the Steam page for, for, to buy. Door oh, from nice, music, nice. I, I think that's really nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'd think, you know, what is it? Uh, rising tide raises all ships, yep. or whatever. Yeah, it is, you know. So yeah, yeah. that's that's nice. Well, I'm going to install Islanders, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
good, well good. Right, let's finish there <laughs> this week then, and we'll talk about the beers that we have drank. Lucy, mm-hmm. we'll come to you first. Is it a fair fight this week, uh, leaning into <sighs> the Javel, a known quantity it's which not. you enjoy, versus the the new beer that you've you know no experience? Yeah, of. the Mexi cake. Yeah, I, I just think I'm not a fan of that 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 chili. It was it just felt like. Wasn't there a whole Chipotle craze where everything had Chipotle and it, like crisps, yeah. uh, pizzas, everything? It just kind of reminds me of that, maybe. Um, but yeah, not just timely? Because that, that craze was many years ago now. Like. <laughs> I know, but maybe maybe it's just it's just PTSD from that. Mm. But I just don't think it's a chili that I, I enjoy anyway, because I actually saw some light at this downstairs, and um, this was a few days before I even read that had Chipotle in it. And there was like some, some meat rub that had Chipotle in it. That was bought for me specifically. I just said, mm, I'm really a fan rub. of Chipotle. I, thank mm. you, Ben, because I was just like, boy, that's an <laughs> awful term. Like, I get that I'm a vegetarian, and so I just meat don't rub. hear these terms <laughs> anymore. But that, meat rub, rub that meat. just like rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that a carnivorous beast... When you've got like raw meat and you just massage in it, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we're talking about meat rub, God. massaging the meat. Uh, um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I really do enjoy a good dry rub as well. I mean, you wouldn't think so because dry rub sounds very unappealing in other contexts. I mean, all of that. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to hold up the big D while we're yeah. talking about all of these things. You got to lube that meat, yeah, capped off. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Chipotle. That's how we yeah. got it. Um, yeah, but I do think it's a it's a decent beer. Um, even even getting over my own prejudices against that, you know, chili that type of chili. Mm-hmm. It's a decently made beer. It's a well balanced. But for me personally, I mean, it's a Duval, and yeah. it's hard to get better than that. To be honest, um, I mean, with most a, beers, you know, like stood the test even, of time, etc. It has. And it's a really, really. It's one of those where it's like your rainy day, um, you know, stranded on an island beer where it's mm. like you've got three seconds to tell um, D- Dale Winton what you want in your supermarket <laughs> uh, basket or whatever, and you just can't think of anything. You just say Duvel, yeah, and you, and yeah. you'll be fine. So that's fair. That's fair. Good. Yeah. Uh, Adol, we'll come to you then. Uh, did you have a preference this week? I did. It's the... So I actually did some quick Googling, and Kvike, Kvike, that's a new yeast that's all the rage mm-hmm. in the craft beer circuit yeah. that I managed to miss. Um, I just missed it being everywhere. Um, so now I want to have more of that, because I suspect that subtlety and that little bit of interesting tartness is coming from it. I think you're maybe um, six months out of date. What? I think that was like about six months ago. Wait, when everyone made a thing? Yeah, yeah you know, sometimes I miss. Yeah. The I mean, world. we all do, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I liked the Vitbeer, but honestly, I, mostly I liked that it, the creaminess offset the fact that it was kind of light in the 4.6%. Uh, as a Vitbeer, I, I kind of wanted it to be more bold. And while with this IPA I found that it was more subtle like they both were like more reserved versions of their yeah. beer than than you're used mm. to uh, and I just felt like the IPA 
was doing enough that I didn't feel kind of like, oh, but, and it was like, oh, you know, this is very interesting, and there's a bunch of things going on, and they're, they, everything's stitched together well, and it's nuanced mm-hmm. and subdued yep. without being, like, flat. And the, yeah, versus, so so it's the IPA, because the, um, the Vit beer just felt a little, like, like a pulled, more like a pulled punch. Sure. Versus just a, you know, this is what I want, and it just happens not to be in my face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Nice. Um, for me, it's a hard one. Uh, I, I think I'm going to pick the um, the double um, heater. Okay. But I would have picked the Donzoko graft had this have been maybe like the afternoon that we'd have been uh, like mm. recording in. Okay. I, I think the time of day absolutely affects um, which of these beers I, I preferred. Um, had it been like the, the start of the day and I hadn't had any other beers and it was the middle of the afternoon it was nice and sunny, nice and bright, nice and warm that hit just right and it's, it's an absolutely perfect chill out in the garden beer uh, or a little festival beer, you know, something nice just to start your day off with if you're at a festival just to start your little a session festival. out with and it's only light at 4% Remember those? I know, I know they might appear again this year who knows? Mm. Who knows? Who knows what's going Give me my to kind of happen? Well, we we might know. Following on from our uh, episode next week, and our and our guest, we'll see what's cracking there next week. Everybody, we have a guest uh, on, and we'll be on Wednesday. Put on as your well. best clothes. We'll be on Wednesday rather than Put Tuesday, your, if yeah. you do tune into the um, to the live show. But for this week, the double heater from uh, By the River Bruco. Uh, just picks it for me this week. I think it just had a, an absolute ton of stuff going on in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely. W- where is that brewery from? Then they're um, they're right by Wylam. I think they're owned um, in oh, part okay. by Wylam as well. So right. um, it's not quite Newcastle. It's just outside Newcastle. I think okay. somewhere mm. around there ish. <laughs> Middlesbrough. Oh, I mean, no, so it's, not quite, it's not that far away. <laughs> it's not that far away. I want to say Gateshead, okay. somewhere like that. Right. Okay. In fact, it is Gateshead. Brewed and canned oh, in the UK well by the River Bruco Gateshead. There you go. There we go. Um, but yeah, it had a lot going on. Lots of fruit, lots of flavour to it as well. Um, it didn't have quite the bitterness that I like from a double IPA, but it was still a big beer. You could still feel that it was a big beer. It was full-bodied. Um, the 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 graph from Zozoko, very well made. Lots of lovely flavours going on. It, it it was definitely a an afternoon beer. I think I I was a few hours too late to enjoy that to the to the max. And I've, a few beers in, you know, too uh, too many. To uh, to get the uh, the maximum effect from from graft mm. there as well, so the double heater wins it for me. If listener, viewer, friend, you would like to get hold of us and chat to us about beers or about games, you can do so in lots of different ways. You can come to the Out of Lives Discord. We can ping you a link or send you some kind of invite to come to the Discord and chat to us on a regular basis. You can get all of us at Tanks Up cast over on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, Lucy is Juicy Loose 9 on most of the things. You are hey. <laughs> personified as a beer. Almost. 
almost. Um, Adel is at the Omniarch on pretty much all the things, and I am at Nova underscore 47, almost everywhere. Go to outoflives.net, stick around on our Twitch page to watch all of the other shows that we do. Adel and I have been doing Geek Out Weekly for a few weeks now. We chat about Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, a couple of weeks ago, and have been talking recently about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the new Marvel Disney Plus TV show. So check that show out as well, or find that in your podcast service of choice. And for Tanked Up, if you feel kind and you've got five minutes, go to your podcast service of choice, rate and review the show. It pushes us out to more people, it builds the conversation that we can have, and the friends and the base that we can talk to about games and about beers as well. Um, stick with us next week. We have got a guest coming on. As I say, we'll be recording on the Wednesday, but it will drop on the Friday, as always, on those podcast services and on YouTube. So we'll start advertising that, I suppose, when I've got some time to do that in the next few days, I would uh, imagine. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Lucy... Adel, have you got any final words? They don't have to be wise. They can just be whatever you like. No, I do. I do. Mm. I do have some final words. I, speaking of Snyder's oh. and Snyder cuts, if I had a superhuman or just superpower, it'd be uh, maybe this is just to have infinite time. Um, but I'd like to be able to just listen to all the podcasts, <laughs> especially mm. the ones that you <laughs> lot do. Because it's just like, I'd, I would have no idea what you lot are talking about, but I'd love just to hear you talk about the Snyder Stuff. Cut, but I don't, do not have four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, you could spend the, the, the hour listening to our opinions on the four hours. Yeah, mm. that's what, maybe I should do that. Um, but maybe also, I should just, it's mm. fine. Like, no, I, I just wish I had infinite time to listen to all the podcasts. I know, yeah. Because I, I went on another deleting binge. Because mm. oh, like, I... I had like eight gigabytes worth of podcasts on my phone. I was like, I wish I could listen to this, wish I could listen to this, wish I could listen to this. Oh, I found it so freeing when I unsubscribed <laughs> from most of my podcasts a few, like like six months ago when I realized I, I listen to podcasts on commutes and I don't commute, so mm. these are just stacking up. And interestingly enough, I'm like... I like added a couple back in because I was like, I wonder what's going on, and then I was frustrated that my app didn't remember the ones I'd listened to, yeah. and I was like, Yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let it go. Yeah, let it go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, tune in for out of Dis Frozen. Out of Ah, oh, you lost it. I had a thing. <laughs> Let it go. You made me think of Frozen, and oh, it was out of tunes, is what I was gonna say. But then I realized that sounds like a music thing, not a cartoon podcast, and it was a fake in my mind anyway. But apparently, one of the things I've learned is I've lost the ability to think in my head. <laughs> Same thing happened yesterday in in the park. I was just like vocalizing my internal monologue, and I was like, I don't need to be doing this out loud. Sorry, friends. We've all lost that social ability in lockdown. Yeah. We've, we've got a lot to relearn, I think, over the next yeah. few months whilst we're allowed to sit in parks and gardens together for the next yeah. few Talk to weeks. your plants in the garden first before you talk mm -hmm. to humans. Exactly. Yeah. I'll put out the water See if them they every wilt day. before your eyes. <laughs> and that's it. That's the problem. We can do that in real life. Or you could do that in a video game. Mm. Which one do you pick? <laughs> video game every time. <laughs> yeah. 
Good. Right. It's a fantastic place for us to finish. We will catch you next week. Thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. We have been tacked up. Bye-bye. See you next week for the guest special. Ooh. It's not a ghost. Ciao. www.outoflives.net